Hi, Jasmine. Welcome to 11 Questions. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Excited. My first question for you is, how do you like to start your day? That's a good question. I think it's usually in pretty much every day, I start with a nice big tall glass of water. <laughs> um, if it's wintertime, then it's like a hot, a hot mug of water. If it's summertime, it's cold. You're a writer now, but what came first, reading or writing? Definitely reading. I think that, you know, growing up, my, um, my mom kind of made me a reader and she kind of dragged me to the library to get me to learn how to read early. And so she kind of uh, accidentally made me <laughs> love stories a lot to the point where I wanted to become a writer too. What inspires your writings? I think um, my writing in general is inspired by a lot of different things. Like I think you know, part of it is just living life and letting inspiration come to you. I find that most of the time it doesn't really work when I try to look for inspiration, particularly when I'm looking to figure out a new idea for a story. So I try to just not um, look for inspiration and often it'll come to me that way, uh, be it through just living life and interacting with people or by, you know, reading a book or watching a movie and thinking, huh, I wonder what would happen if this happened instead. Um, I will say when I'm in the middle of a project, I will sometimes actively go seeking out media that I think might be in some way tangentially related or that might give me some ideas related to whatever I'm working on. And so I think that works. Um, but in general, just looking for ideas for books, I just have to let it come to me. Speaking of your book, TJ Povar has something to prove. Tell me what the book is about. So in this book, um, TJ is a young high school debater who is also pretty and popular. And she and her cousin Simran become the subjects of an unfortunate and cruel meme where her cousin is considered like the reality of Jane Dagan Indian Girl. Um, whereas TJ is kind of the like expectation because she removes her body hair and her cousin doesn't. And so this kind of sends TJ into a bit of an identity crisis and she decides to stop removing her body hair too in order to prove to the world, but mostly to herself that her life wouldn't be any different if she looked more like her cousin. That's very interesting. And I guess a lot of people can relate to the issues around body hair, which is oh, such okay. an expectation. And I honestly feel like such a waste of time as well. Like you have to waste so much time and money doing this totally unnecessary thing and you could do better things with your life. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> How long did it take for you to write this book? So I think, um, especially with like traditional publishing, you kind of go in rounds of edits and there's sometimes months and months in between edits when you're waiting for your editor to get back to you or your agent to get back to you or your readers to get back to you. So I think, you know, start to finish, if you really want to think about the whole timeline, I started writing this book in um, the spring or summer of 2019. And I would say that the very, very last time I made any change to this book, like the very last past pages was actually in the winter of this year. So you can say that pretty much very, very close to three years total. But as I said, probably half of that time or more was spent just kind of waiting in between rounds. Did you follow like a writing routine when you were writing this book? I think when I'm drafting, like drafting is my absolutely not <laughs> the favorite part of the process. Like it's, it's, it's pretty much the part that I have to get past in order to get to my favorite part, which is revising. So when I'm drafting a first draft, 
I will be very regimented and I'll force myself to kind of write every day or at least to write a certain amount of words every week. Um, so then in that way, I do kind of force myself to sit down to write, whether that's at nighttime, which is my most consistent writing time or throughout the day, like I could be anywhere. I remember for this book specifically, I was at, at times I would be waiting for my bus and writing on my phone. Um, I'd be at random like library computers writing. Like I'd be kind of like wherever I was, if I had a moment, I would be writing. Um, and then when it comes to the revising part of it, then it becomes a little bit more like, okay, like I have to get quality words down now. So then I do have to kind of get more in the mood of things. And um, typically that happens for me in the evening at nighttime when I can kind of let go of all my other responsibilities in life and just kind of focus on what I'm doing. So for the most part, most consistently, I would say evening or night. Through these three years of writing the book, was there something that you found challenging? Yeah, for sure. I think there was a lot of challenges in writing this book. Um, I think emotionally, the most challenging thing for me was actually kind of diving really deep into the stigmas of body hair and interrogating the biases within myself um, that, you know, society has bestowed upon us all. But I really had to interrogate why I felt this way about body hair and what kind of sort of societal prejudices play into that. And that was very difficult for me to, first of all, dig so deep into my own long buried trauma, but also to educate myself about societal issues um, that play into body hair politics. So that was like quite a difficult part of writing this book. Um, I think like a technically difficult part of writing this book was the debate scenes. Um, so TJ, the main character is a high school debater and it's a large part of the book, but writing debates in a way that, you know, it doesn't feel dry and is kind of entertaining, hopefully, um, and also plays in some way into the themes and the plot of the book. I found that to be quite a balancing act and I spent a lot of time tweaking those scenes up until like the very late stages of drafts of this book. Did you do any kind of research, talk to other people who face this issue or feel strongly about this issue? Totally, yeah. Um, especially when I was drafting and doing my early revisions, I did do a lot of research, um, you know, both sometimes it was talking to people, but also it was even just, you know, scoring the internet in terms of blog posts and like Reddit and like people's stories about their body hair and how like, for example, their loved ones or partners would react to their body hair and like kind of casual sort of anecdotes like that, but also like even like academic papers and like looking into like the hygiene myth of, of body hair and stuff like that. I really had to convince myself, first of all, before I wrote this book to kind of address all of these myths and these negative sort of perceptions that surround body hair on women. Um, and I had to do that by doing my own research um, before I could actually write the book confidently knowing like, okay, like now I have all the evidence I need <laughs> to keep in theme um, with the debate. So certainly there was a lot of research that way. And then as I alluded to earlier, um, when I was trying to understand some of these sort of societal prejudices that play into body hair, such as, you know, racism and transphobia, I definitely had to do some learning on that front as well. And that also like led to me doing some research um, into those um, topics as well, as well. Are you working on any sequel or next book right now? I am always working on um, other books. I will say there is a couple of characters in this book that I would really like to you know, get out there one day, but that's not up to me really, it's up to publishing. I guess I've asked you enough questions about your book and your writing. I want to come back to the reader in you with my favorite question. If you were to be deserted on an island and you could take only three books, which books would you take with you? This is such a hard question, Damon. <laughs> 
Um, I am so bad at this question. I feel like in general, I think if I was stuck on a desert island, I'd probably just want to have the next three books on my TBR because choosing three favorite books is just too much pressure. So I think I would just get three new books just to read and occupy my time. Um, at this current moment on my TBR is uh, Lioness of Punjab by Anita Jari Karbanda. Um, there is also Return of the Trickster, which is a um, trilogy ender of, of a series by Eden Robinson, who's a First Nations author. Um, and then what else do I have on my TBR? Um, the Stardust Thief by Chelsea Abdullah is also on my TBR. So you know what, if I was stuck on Desert Island right now, those are the three that I would choose just because I've been meaning to read them for quite a while. For our last question, if you were to pick one interesting life experience or a story to share with us, what would you tell us today? I think one of my favorite life experiences that I've had that I think has helped me is when I was in undergrad and I was working at my university radio station. Um, I was like an advertisement coordinator. So I was the one, you know, making PSAs and, you know, in the middle of the radio know segments when they say you're listening to x fm or whatever i would make those like 15 second sort of psas and i would try to make them as entertaining as possible um, and i also ran my own international music show which was also really fun because i got to become exposed to a lot more music that i otherwise wouldn't have i learned a lot from that experience too and i still carry some of those lessons especially when it comes to like speaking on podcast like <laughs> sort of uh sort of media to like remember how to speak um, in a way that's a little bit more clear I hope than I used to even if I sound bad right now just know that before I had that experience I was worse <laughs> I think that's pretty cool those are cool experiences especially the way we are headed everyone's virtually speaking right now so those are good things to know oh okay well I'm glad to hear that <laughs> Well, thank you, Jasmine, for answering my questions. Before we end our chat, if listeners want to buy your book or get in touch with you, how can they do that? You can find me online, um, primarily on Twitter at J-D-O writes. Um, that's J-D-E-O writes. Um, also on my website, jdorights.com. And you can buy my debut novel, TJ Power Has Something to Prove, anywhere that you buy books. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. Same here, Damon.